So I've been doing live streams for the last three years. And at the time, it was not even a thing. Like, nobody did it. Um, it just seemed like I was extra. So every single morning, hey, sweetheart, every single morning, you would get a message in a... Like, those of you guys that are part of my tribe, um, you would get, like, a message, 8 a.m., 8.30 in the morning. Morning trend. Um, one of, you get a message from me saying, hey, I'm going to be live this morning, 8.30, and whatever. And, you know, for most of us, we're in groups with other leaders and other people and uh, other communities, and it's, and it's bigger than just our immediate families. And those people are not doing that, right? So you look nuts. You look absolutely crazy. Like, imagine, imagine three years ago in the GC and your leader isn't going live and you're just, I'm live, I'm live, I'm live, I'm live. You look crazy. But I know what I felt at the time when I decided to start doing streams, to start doing a podcast. I've had a podcast for two years now on Apple. Um, I know what I felt. I know that it was right. It was the right thing to do to go online and talk. But at the time, it I looked like a psycho. I looked like why is this woman always talking? To be honest with you guys, every time before I go on Periscope, I would get anxiety. I would cry. I, like I, I was afraid. All the things that people are before they start something because I was uncertain of myself. I didn't know who I was. I didn't have. I didn't have um, that self belief in the product that I was pushing. You okay? You okay? I got it. Oh, okay, so why? Like, I'm on live. I don't get it. Um, I didn't have that self-belief in, in myself to come online and start talking to people. I, I was doing it, but I was doing it whilst I was doubting, but I was still doing it. But at the time, I looked nuts. Like, you guys don't understand. I looked like I was crazy. Like, why is she talking? You know, who is she? Who does she think she is? Why is she doing this? Somebody should be doing it with her. Like, why is she speaking? And whatever. Anyway. But that, that, is, that has um, a lot to do with what I want to speak about today, which is um, self-belief, actually. Um, self-belief and again these things are my topics and even some of my flyers and stuff like that I, I remember you know I did a flyer and I pick stitched like loads of global leaders right like Michelle Obama I put myself there because I believe I should be there and I think I can't remember who else and people are like oh why did you who do you think you are who the hell do you think I think I am <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> like how like what do you mean absolutely that is how I see myself when I wake up in the morning I see myself as a badass mom a giver you know um a world leader and on every level better than anything that anybody else thinks i am now that that thought that that thought is what i have to force into my own head every single day whether or not i feel like it i don't have to feel like it i don't look like this every day no way like i don't have to look like it I don't have to feel like it, but I know I am that. I, there is nothing in the world, like I was saying to one of my friends yesterday, look like, <laughs> I know a lot of the times, and again, I will say this for those of you guys that are in my community, I look like I am doing too much. But in doing too much, yeah, has got me here, I'm going to continue doing too much. Now, I want to talk to you guys randomly, actually, about art and finance. Now, in January, um, I, I spent a lot of time reading about art and finance families and, and legacies and things like that, very randomly, not, not for any reason. I just felt like, okay, let me buy some books. And in every finance um, book I read, every family I read about from, I read a lot about the, the Mellon family. I don't know if you guys know Jimmy Choo. The, um, she's actually the founder, the co-founder is Tamara Mellon. And she married into the Mellon family. She, not no disrespect, I love Tamara very much. Hello, Sean. Um, she's not even like 1%. Um, <laughs> she's not even like 1% of like the Mellon family. Like it's a, it's a bigger deal. Such a big deal to the point where um, the, 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 the great grandfather or the grandfather or the main person in the Mellon family was actually asked to be the president of America two or three times. He was the financial secretary of state consecutively three times for three different presidents that's how good he was that's how amazing he was that three imagine like being the financial secretary for for trump obama and um whoever else right yeah 
imagine or Clinton. That's how good this man was. But that's not the point. So as I was studying them, I was thinking about where people hold their wealth. Like, okay, so so all this money that's in the world, where do people actually put this money? Like, where is all this money? It's not in the bank. It's not in Lloyd's, TSB or like it, Barclays, for God's sakes. Where is this money, right? So I started to research and people store their money um, in three things. Yes, real estate, you're right. Um, um, and investments, yeah, jewelry, right. The biggest thing, the biggest place where people store their wealth is actually in art. It's in art, and um, and what you what you what you what you will learn. I'm going somewhere, linking it back to self belief. What you will learn is that let's say now um, there was an artist coming up, right? Uh, I'll say um, uh, thank you, thank you, Ole Yinks, thank you. Um, Let's say now there was an artist coming up, up rising, an up, up, upcoming artist, let's say a Da Vinci, a Leonardo Da Vinci was coming up. And at the time, you know, there was all these people there that had money. So what they would do is they would put their money behind, they would put a belief behind a Leonardo Da Vinci and say, you know what, yeah, you're coming up and we can perceive value in who you are, in what you are going to do. So we are going to back you and put our finances in there. So they're going to give him money <laughs> for his art make, and make that art worth X amount. So let's say, let, <laughs> so do I. Um, so let's say um, the, the artist had a, uh, had a painting worth maybe like 10K. They would put money behind that art. I don't know if they, they would put 20K or 50K, whatever. Because they can't store all the art in their homes, they will store it in the National History Museum, in the in various different museums across London or, or France or America or wherever there is. Or they will build museums specifically to store their art. They will invest in the building of a room in a museum to, to be able to store their art. So that had me thinking a lot. And I was just thinking not about the um, about artists per se, but it had me thinking a lot about our belief in people. So I'm going to retract for you guys to understand what I'm saying. So, and it still happens now. This is not an olden day thing. It's just the price has gone up to be part of something, right? So let's say now there is an artist. And this artist believes that, oh no, there's, there's an artist that's up and coming. Or we see it a lot right now, maybe in music. Thank you. In music. But the thing about music is that it's not, it, like, you cannot determine the value of a person like that. In their music because let's say they're not here anymore or whatever yes they'll have their royalties and things like that but art is a physical product that somebody has created and this is why i want the, those that create things you know creators inventors don't stop creating don't stop inventing because you don't feel like it's the right time there is nothing like the right time it's now start it's now do it's not about oh i don't i want to start this business but i don't feel like it's the right time let me tell you something now you're going to be so rattled if in time to come, I should be doing something else. One second, guys. I need a commercial break. Sorry. Mills. Thank you. Sorry, guys. I'm baking here. I feel like I'm going to faint. Like, you will never understand how hot this room is, guys. It's so hot. Okay, cool. But from this here, from here, I think, or from there. Thank you. No, it's hot, guys. It's really, really hot. Like, it's hot. Um, can you? Can you? Get someone else. Get someone else. Because I want you to focus. Sorry, guys. I'm baking in this room. Okay, so um, I haven't lost track. I know where I am. So I was talking to you guys, for those of you guys that are joining again, I was talking about adding value and, um, and how to increase a value in something, right? So in the, I would say in the old days, what bankers will do is they will back a particular person. They'll back a particular person or on a particular scheme. So let's say now there is this new artist and the artist is up and coming. He's looking for a way to come up and has no 
previous experience in doing anything. He's just a good artist. And a banker sees him. Guess what the banker's going to do? The banker is going to put money behind that artist. Put money behind that artist to assure his finances. It's not about the artist. It's about him saying, it is about the artist, but it's more about him saying that I see you as a place that I can invest because you've created something. It's not even about the person. It, um, good morning, Ozzy. It's, it's, about, it's about the thing that that person has been able to create. So it's not even about me as Mariam or you as um, Sarah or Ashley or Simon. It's about the product you've been able to create and allowing people to be able to invest in that now i'm not talking to you about going to find investors that's not what i'm talking to you about i'm talking to you this morning about having self-belief in the things that you can create having self-belief in yourself now again i don't want you to go away with this and think this is some motivational talking or kind of stuff no this is just the truth so i looked at what um the melon family did and what they would do is that they would then let's say now they actually created a few museums like the, if you look at the national history museum the the um the british the, the british something something gallery you would see that they are, the sponsorship of it is by banks so so a bank will not keep all of its finances you cannot keep a hundred million inside a hsbc it will be in various different assets and one of the biggest assets is art so as i'm thinking about this i'm thinking my god and I was talking to the creative team, uh, my creative team yesterday, and I was saying to them about a young lady called Shamaya Gold. And I was saying, okay, I want to invest in some of her art now. I, I don't even, she better not even come with those prices right now. Um, but she should. It's about the value that she sees in her art. People will pay you what you think you are worth. It may take you some time. It may take you some time to get there. Whether you braid hair, you do know. I did my nails yesterday, guys. Look how amazing this is. Amanda did this for me, actually. Amanda Zola. She goes under the name of Mandy, um, Mandy Nails. She did my nails for me yesterday. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a little bit of story about how that went. So, um, I, my, my, my nails during quarantine have lasted me three months. Not a broken nail, nothing. I spent, I spent probably, on average, on my nails, about 65 to 80 pounds on my nails. Everybody screams, why do you spend so much money on your nails? Because I want to. 65 to 80 pounds on my nails, but guess what? They lasted three months. So those that keep going to do their nails every day in areas that can infect them now understand why I spend so much money on my nails, right? So, because I, because I just feel like I don't want to sit here again. I don't want to sit down and I don't want to do that. So then my nails have lasted, they would have lasted longer except I picked something up and one, it just, it was just so painful. So I'm looking online saying, oh my God, you know, where can I go? And I'm not, I'm going to be honest, I'm just not going to go in the hood and sit down and let some girl in Brixton start drilling my nails. What the hell? Like, she's probably been talking about me on Twitter. I'm not going to now start sitting down and get my nails done by anybody. So I'm thinking, oh my God, who am I going to use? And I remembered that Amanda was, um, was showing that she's been doing nails for a month. This is somebody who's been doing nails for one month, right? A month, a month. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to add value to what she's doing. I can see her and this is how you just increase somebody's value like that straight away somebody has been doing nails in the corner of their house and it wasn't even popping but the moment you go there the value just changes because of who you are it does change so i've gone to her and and i've said and i said to her and i messaged her beforehand because i don't like funny surprises hey how much are your nails she said 15 pounds so i already knew on my heart that when i got there i'm going to tell her off like are you insane you're letting strangers in your house for 15 pounds, you are mad. So I told her, you gotta up your prices to minimum 30 pounds. And it doesn't matter if people don't come. It don't matter. It doesn't matter if people don't come the way they were coming because at 15 pounds, you're rushing people, you're doing things, you're spending money, and you're not earning enough to be able to buy a better kit. Now, someone like me, I don't like to leave my house for nothing. As in, my bedroom is almost like a hole. It's so bad, guys. Like, I actually get in trouble a lot for it. I'm melting here. I don't like to leave my house. It's a very bad habit. I'm really trying my best to come out of it. It takes hours to prepare my mind to leave. So I try to get everything done if at home. Browse, this, that. Like, and I'm so grateful for quarantine because it's raised many beauticians that can come to you 
I am not leaving. I don't care if I have to pay triple. I don't want to leave my hole because I know leaving my house means I won't have to, I won't be able to work for four or five hours, which will affect my bottom line. All I'm thinking about all the time, guys, is my bottom line. It's the only thing I care about. Is yes, it's the only thing I care about is the bottom line because it advances the kingdom. It's as simple as that. So, um, thank you, darling. So, um, yeah. So, I was just thinking about don't do here. So I was just thinking about it, and I was thinking about um, her value and her proposition, and I thought this person is undervaluing. Do you want this? This. Do you want to see it? This person is undervaluing themselves so much. Like, how on earth is it that she's... How are you able to do this on this level? So, after she finished doing my nails, absolutely, I paid her what, what I believe her worth is. I'm using this as an example, I'm sure she wouldn't mind. Um, paying her what I believe her worth is. But what I'm saying to you now is that I understood that trust and belief... It's yesterday in doing my nails that I realised that it's trust and belief that is the new currency is when we trust in services, when we trust in people, that then becomes the new currency. She gave me a rate, but my trust and my belief in her service increased the value of her business overnight. And immediately I was done. I was able to wire so many clients down her way. Guys, listen to me. I am not going to do anything that looks like, oh, if it's not excellent, I'm not going to come to you for your service. I don't care if you're Jesus Christ. I'm not coming. Why? Because it's only when we step up and we set a standard of excellence, people can then trust you and add value to what you are doing and then say, that's amazing. That's amazing. That deserves my two pennies. That's amazing. I'm going to put... I'm going to put money behind that. And I started to think again more about it's the, 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 art, the art world or that industry has really inspired my thinking so much because I'm thinking that we actually, people invest in artists. How do you value a painting at two million pounds, a hundred million pounds, a Basquiat or, um, or whatever, or, or Da Vinci? How do you value a portrait at 10 million pounds? How do you back somebody to that level? You only back that person based on your belief system. You believe that this person's work is valued at that. But I cannot expect anybody to back me if I don't back myself. If I don't first back myself and say, okay, this is my rate. I have to sit. It took me a long time to get my team in believing. I know that some of my girls, um, you guys know that I run an agency. And, you know, when the, the people that are with me first started, they were doing logos at 50 pounds. I'm like, okay, you guys have just taught me a business model. I'm not, I don't believe in that. You want my brain. I've, it's cost me to learn a skill. We, I don't just design a logo for you. I research, I read, I, I become your business. I become who you are. I learn about who you are. I learn about the needs of your business. I'm able to think for you. Okay, what do you need? What will make you make money? You're paying for my time. Mariam's brain is not worth 50 pounds. So I'm charging you 500 pounds just so I can give you a concept. But the thing is, because you now have my concept, you are part of my structure, you now see you've paid 500 pounds for that logo. So you now know that you're not going to charge people 20 pounds for that service. I, like I would sit with, you, you see, um, um, businesses, I'll give you an example of a business who I adore. I don't even speak too much about that, um, that business, but it's um, Josh's business and uh, a young man called Josh. And what he does is he does trainer team. He's got a new, com a new company, Crept, is it Crept Select? And another one called Too Fresh, Too Clean. Um, and he's been a client of mine for ages. You wouldn't know that Josh is one of my clients. But he would say stuff like, I don't want anything less than what you are doing. This boy will go to work. This is a teenager. He will go to work. He will save his money to be able to sit down with me. Unbelievable stuff. So, and then Crep Cartel. We're going to actually go on that business this morning. That's the business I want to I wanna focus on this morning. I love that boy so much do you know why the guy's gonna be a more for me that's the new diddy what i look at that boy and i'm like yeah you see that young man there you see and i told him all you've got to look at is look at what diddy did with sean combs look at, go and look at what 
what um they did with Fat Farm. Go back. You know Diddy owned the 90s. That's what I listened to. I woke up this morning, I spoke to God, whatever that means, and I went to listen to Diddy. I went to listen to that whole 90s album. The guy just owned the 90s. How do you own that? How do you just own a whole era? How do you own creatively? Listen, he's the first black man to have a store in um what's the equivalent of our Bond Street in America? where macy's and all that is he's the first black man to have an advert on on times square in new york times square in the 90s when when i see josh ptmp i see all of josh's madness that's diddy that's diddy and why am i saying and i know that many people say that oh yeah i'm the next diddy until you can see value in what you do Nobody is going to see. Diddy will say that this cost this and it cost that. Listen, Diddy got people buying sweater tracksuit at the thousands of pounds. Like, what are you talking about? All the things that Diddy did, Fendi are doing it now. Tell me, when was there luxury streetwear? Talk to me, guys. Who? All the luxury streetwear you are wearing now came from a Diddy. You, you don't have to believe me. Look at the archives. Why? Because the guy said, I'm going to spend money on building my brand. I'm going to spend money on building my brand. I believe in the, look, all, all, all the things like Fat Farm and Baby Fat and all those things. And, and I love um, Kamora Lee. I love her. She even paved the way for many influencers like Kim Kardashian and things like that today. But I'm going to be telling you the truth. Diddy came and took it to that next level. I'm going to talk to you guys about Too Fresh, Too Clean this morning. I love that business with all my heart because I've seen a young man decide that I'm going to have a team of people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a team. You guys are going to help me this morning. And do you know what? He's not online right now because he's at work. So he has a day job. Okay, I want you guys to help me go online. And the business name is Too Clean, actually. I'm terrible. Um, but luxury clothes show you like... I, you don't speak English. I don't know what you're saying. Okay, so the, the business name is Too Clean. I want you guys to help me this morning. It's Too Clean Dot Too Fresh. So we're going to just go on his page and we're going to follow. Yeah? It's Too Clean. Like number two. I'm going to help you guys. I want you guys to help me as well. It's baking in here, right? I don't know. I think I need a fan. I need three fans. Yeah, I need three fans. Too Clean too clean dot too fresh you just got to understand that in order for you to get value you're gonna have to collab a too clean dot too fresh now i'll say something to you guys yeah in order for you to get value you're gonna have to go and merge with people that are doing good that are already out there I, I, you know what really um irritates me the most is when i see somebody just you think you're just gonna come up you, you're not just gonna come up and collect people's cash how like how are you just gonna come up yeah i hear all the self-belief stuff but that belief system has to be backed by works you can have act, all the self-belief stuff to be honest with you is great but if that self-belief is not backed is not backed by your works it isn't gonna work it isn't gonna work and why is it not gonna work guys it's not gonna work because at the end of the day everybody wants to see that's right thank you sandra everybody wants to see the work and i'm talking to you guys about a new era good morning esther good morning esther i'm talking about you guys' business this morning that's self-belief and you know what really um what really upsets me the most is that you guys want to have a lot of self-belief not even self-belief. You just want to have a lot of belief, right? But you don't want to have no... You don't want to do no works. You want to have all the belief, but you don't want to do no works. But then you want to get upset that people ain't supporting you. That people are not backing you. I want to see your works. You know, I was saying to the girl sister that came to see me, is I feel amazing this morning. I actually, like, it's not even about my hair. But um, Aziza make, made me feel good. And I, I, like, we do have our fair shares of arguments. I'm like, you're not charging me this. Da, 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 da. But that's her self-belief. She believes she's worth this much because she knows that I'm going to make you feel like this. I've got the power. I have the ability. I understand my craft. I have mastered my craft. And I have the ability to make you feel a certain way. Now, creators, I don't want you to stop creating. I don't want you to stop creating. I want you to understand that 
in that you're creating, in that you're building, in that you're making of something, somebody is going to spot you. Somebody with value is going to spot you and they're going to put in. And when somebody puts in, somebody of value comes in and they wear your hair, they wear your shoes, they did it, all these things, your value just goes up. So I don't know who Aziza's clients were before, but she does my hair now. So her value just went up straight away. Absolutely. Because my clients, I charge them 10K to do work. So her value went up because I'm going to tell all my clients, do your hair there. So her value immediately just keeps climbing. I'm talking to you guys about it's not going to first start unless she has a belief system. It's not going to work unless she has a belief system. How do you increase your value? And I tell you guys, I do this often. I do this often. I sit myself down, I say, mm -mm -mm, that season, I I'll be honest with you, I was telling my mum the other day that I feel like I messed up in 2019 a lot. I don't know what I was going through. I think I was very distracted um, in 2019. I would say the whole of 2019. Why? Because what I'm doing now is what I was doing in 2018. And in 2018, I started pushing uh, movements like Phoebe's and this, I, there was a focus. But in 2019 was great, you know, the house was more stable, I was stabilizing my house and I was doing that. But I know deep down inside my, in my heart of hearts, I know I, I, I stepped out of something in 2019. Do you do those, do you do reviews? Do you check in on yourself? Do you do reviews on your value system? I have to. I am a product of grace. So I have to look at myself and say, mm, okay, what has happened? What has happened here? What has dipped my value? And how do I re-up? Now, guys, the reading up is the most important thing in the world. You don't re-up when you crash. You re-up. I was speaking to my PR yesterday and she was saying to me oh you know last week was was a bit of a crappy week for me you know I haven't really spoken to many of my clients and I said listen to me you're allowed that day you're allowed that week I didn't work last week all last week I didn't you know I like I lost a lot of money last week I didn't do anything last week that's the truth I was so like chilled last week because my mind was just like I need to rest and you're allowed that but I need you to remember that you're the best PR in the country you're my PR <laughs> you're the best PR in the anyone that can deal with me and anyone that can deal with the people you work with, you're the best PR in the country. Immediately she got on the phone to a client. The client started crying to her. Seth, I, I need you so much. This is, this is a woman who, this, her client is a woman who owns a theater in Oxford, a part of Oxford University, a big woman crying down the phone, saying, I need you. It doesn't matter if you had a bad day. It doesn't matter if, if I had, a, if I had, nobody can tell me anything. I don't care what you think. I made a lot of money in 2019. That's the truth. I don't care what you think 2019 looked like. I don't care what my bank account thinks my 2019 looked like. I know I dipped in value in 2019. So what do I have to do now? I've got to re-up. What's my re-up? Re it means that my given life has to go all the way up. I don't care what I gave in 2019. It didn't count. I'm, in fact, to be honest with you, I'm just going to scrap 2019. It didn't happen for me. I'm going to read all the way up because I now understand my assignment more. Good morning, Ngozi. I now understand my assignment more. I now understand my call more. So I'm not going to play games and play nice. No. Playing nice hurt me. Yeah, you, um, Lex, you said you need to re-up because you're so low. I, I don't know why you're low, Lex. I don't know why you're low, but I know that there's a reason why you were born. So what you need to do is you need to reconnect with why was I born? Why was I born? You need to reconnect now. What was the, why am I on this planet? I understand the reason I'm on this planet is to mobilize a whole new generation of women. It's to rally women on different spheres of this earth from different countries. So I gotta have a Joanna that speaks Spanish. I gotta have a Chinese. I gotta have this person. I gotta have, I, 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 I you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't even understand. <laughs> I need to mobilize women so that they can push each other. So I'm not gonna play nice. So sometimes you're not gonna like me and, I don't, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not getting on with everybody all the time. But I just know that I'm gonna push this agenda until something happens. Guys, what am I talking to you guys about today? Your value. And when you understand your value, like I spoke to you guys earlier today about the artists, like Da Vinci, Buskia and all of these other people when they understood their value what began to happen is that people people begin to put money on that there's a difference between a Maybach and a Mercedes although they're from the same family you know 
They're from the same family. There is a difference. What is the difference? The maker knows what I've put in this. I know what my father has put in me. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I, I, I watched something. I shared it with um, with a couple girls yesterday. There's, a, there's, this, there's this young lady. Her father's a preacher. He's a pastor. In fact, he's the biggest pastor in the world. Many of you guys know who I'm talking about. And she talks and she speaks a lot of nice things. And, you know, I remember um, pretty much, I think it was last year, a few, a, probably 18 months ago, or last year, I went to my dad and I said, look at this girl, she's powerful. And he said to me, you don't know what you have. You don't know what you have. That's why you're looking at that and thinking that's good. She's speaking on her father's platform. She's speaking in front of 50,000 people. And let me tell you something, it's not even what she's saying. It's she understands her last name. She knows who she is. Because I know who I am, I cannot sleep with every Tom, Dick and Harry. I cannot just date anybody. Alexis responded to, I understand my value, but the game has changed. The game has changed. The game, COVID has changed the game. I understand who my father is. I know my last name by blood. Forget the molar one now. No, I know who my father is. I know the amount of money that has been put in to this ministry that I'm a part of. I'm a pastor. I can do all of this and I can listen to, to, to Jay and, and, and Yeezy every day. I'm a pastor. And the truth of the matter is I understand the money that has been put behind me and put behind you. I understand the levels of prayer. I understand that I didn't just arrive here today. Somebody prayed me in. Somebody fasted me in. Somebody put money on my head. All the venues that we, that we go to, the houses we live in, that's my, if I add up the value, on my father estate i'm a multi-millionaire not by spirit cash on ground if i look at the houses that are behind the cars the value i know who i am now it's taken me a very long time so i do have a bit of princess behavior apologies yeah i believe i can speak this way i believe i can do any i can i believe i can live where i want to i believe i was saying to guys the guys yesterday oh, we have a family skype every morning i was saying to them that it's money week it's money week and let me tell you we're gonna get a lot of money this week how are we gonna get money we're gonna call our clients we're gonna provide a better service we're gonna add new services we're gonna add new systems we're gonna stretch a little bit more we're gonna give a little bit more I have an agenda I want to give a million pounds this year and I'm going to and I'm not gonna do it on my own I'm gonna do it with my women I'm gonna do it with our tribe yes sir we don't look we don't look at the Forbes list, we look at the givers list. That's what I'm a part of. Guys, but there has to be a belief system though. There has to be a belief system though. I don't care what my bottom line looks like right now. I just know that I'm gonna hit something. I just know that I'm gonna get I'm gonna hit something. I know that I'm going to hit something. My level of focus is going to be different. You want your, I was talking to you guys about too fresh, too clean. I haven't finished. You see, I will be, this boy is just like wow to me. He would call me, he, he doesn't even call me. That's the truth. He actually understands my value so much that he, he locates. In fact, you know what he did? He located the lowest member of my team and put value on her. And said, I want you guys to build my brand. I know that I can't sit with your boss, but can I sit with you? And, and, and he's paying her the rate. Never asking for a discount. Never falling off. Never. And I remember one time he had a, a bad week in business, right? So he's called me. He said, oh, can we have a chat? And I said, you know you can call me anytime. In fact, I saved him, I saved him on my phone as son. Because I know that I'm going to be a part of that guy's life. You've got to be able to see value in people. You just gotta be able to see that this person is on the come up. The come up may look like he's, the guy's not gonna, it's, it's not gonna be. The business is not gonna be too fresh, too clean. That's not what it's gonna be. It's gonna be something else. But all of the lessons, all of the wisdom, all of the relationships he's building from this, that's what's gonna make it. Netflix didn't just start as Netflix. There was a belief system. He started, I told you guys all the time, it was like a telemarketing company. But it became this. So he said, can we have a chat? You know, I feel like, I've, like I'm not doing well right now. Things are not really where they want to be. And I'm, and I'm just smiling. I'm going to say, hey, you're going to be fine. Because it's going to be fine. And he said, you know what? I want to sit down and can I, can I pay for a consultation? I'm looking at this guy. This guy's talking to me like my clients that pay me. He's more focused than some of my clients that pay me six figures. I'm, 
I'm being for real. Can I have a consultation? I said, you know the consultation is going to take you like four hours. Yeah, I know it's going to be a lot, but we can break it down in two days. And this is the rate. It's the day rate of two of the best people in my team. I'm not going to be in the meeting because that's not my day rate, but they can talk to you. And he sat and he respected that, that I'm not going to sit with him because I can't. Do you get what I'm saying? But the team will. And they sat and I was like, no. And eventually I just had to, I, I ordered them pizza in the end and I came and I asked them questions and I, and I saw Esther. Let me tell you something now. Whatever happens to this girl, whatever she decides to do in her life, she's going to be great. She's going to be great. Whatever. Because she understands. Yeah. She understands. Or she can see value. She may not be. I don't know her very well. She may not be good at many things. She may not even. She may not even know how to follow. <laughs> That's the truth. She may not be spiritual. She doesn't need to be. You see that side of her. That's the side of her that is supposed to be used. She just gets it. She runs that business. She administrates that business. Um, yes, um, I like you, Lex. I don't know who you are, but you're saying some amazing stuff. You said we can't do all. We need a crew of soldiers and lieutenants. And that's what I'm always trying to teach everybody around me. Stop trying to be the woman that wears it. Oh, I wear many hats because I've got people to help me, Frank. I can't do everything, you know, um, so I cooked a meal on Sunday for my family and it was a spread of little different things like meats and steaks and whatever, yeah, and I, I shared it with a friend, I said, oh, I made this, and then my friend was like, oh, and come on, man, you, you, didn't, you didn't make all that, I know you cooked, but you didn't make all that, I'm like, I did, like, oh, but no, but you didn't make all that, I'm like, well, yeah, like, I wake up, I like to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, even on a Saturday, I wake up at 6, I start cooking at 6 a.m., my whole meal is ready at 10, it's just, I did it. What are you talking about? And I understood the surprise because I have a good prep team. So what allows me to do, and I'm talking to you about cooking, what allows me to cook that way is that somebody would have cut all the onions, all the garlic, bought the meat, washed the meat. All I'm doing is the work, the main grub. You have to understand that in order for you to build a brand, you have to know who to locate. Now, those of you guys that have businesses, and you have a self-belief in your business, you need to go and locate people that can really help you level up. You know, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a million, I'm gonna make loads of money, but your logo is a 50 pound logo, or there's still a watermark on your images. On Insta. I'm thinking, why are you using stock images? Because whatever service, it's a code. Whatever service you're about to sell, I've seen that photo on someone else's Instagram. So I'm not going to spend 500 pounds or 1,000 pounds with you because I've seen those images before. So I just think you're lazy. I just think you're lazy. If it's a free service and you're just inspiring, yeah, use images because it's just inspiration. Inspiration is for all. But if you're charging me for something and I've seen that logo font somewhere else, I know that you don't believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah, because we can tell when you don't believe in yourself. We can tell when this is just a game. You're just trying something out. I remember, you know, um, and I told you guys that I don't like free shit. I don't, I don't like free shit. I don't like it. It's very disturbing that you would think that somebody should do something for you for free when they went to go and learn a craft. I would like, you know, when I was saying to the girls yesterday, I've never, like she was saying to me, oh, you used to do your hair with uh, this lady. And like, what, was it a partnership or was it? I said, huh? I've never had my hair done for free. As little as that, I understand the value that person has. I understand the value. To be honest, okay, we're going to add a branding person online this morning. Sandra, join me, if you can, from Revolt. If you can, press the hearty thing or the smiley thing. And let's talk about value this morning. Periscope, I'm telling you guys that until you understand your value, and in your value, I'm talking about brand building. You built a brand. But you don't want to invest in that brand in the right way. I'm thinking to myself, but then how are you going to re-up? I know when I've had low moments. I know when I've had a big crash in my life. I'm even as much as, you know, going to prison. How do you re-up? How do you come back up from something like that? You can only come back from a case like that, yeah, guys? If you invest in building that brand. Go for it, Sandra. Good morning. Good morning, Mom.
everyone. Oh my god, sorry. Uh, Talk to us. Um, what can what I, what can I say? Like what you're saying is true. Um, literally investing in your brand, investing in your business. Apologies, Instagram. I'm streaming from another platform, but I've got another expert on that's gonna talk to you guys about brand building. So I don't know if you can hear. If you can't hear, just let me know. And I'm gonna try and increase the volume a little bit because we're live somewhere else. Um, but yeah, go for it. Um, literally, um, in every sphere, understanding what kind of brand you want to build. And one thing that I've noticed, especially you know, being a designer and seeing the amount of work people expect but don't want to pay the price, is shocking. So I always advise, do your research on your industry. Who are the 10, who are the top five people in your industry? If that's fitness, if that's beauty, who are the top five people? Um, literally measure yourself against, hey Seth, measure yourself against these brands and begin to strategize, how do I get there visually? I will speak from a branding, um, visual, um, brand identity point of view. Right. Look at how, how is your, um, Look at how you are branded visually. Measure yourself against these other brands. But I always tell my team, I never design people based on how they are now. I always design them what I see them to be in the future. Meaning that if you're if you're into beauty, if you're a makeup artist, I'm gonna give you Bobby Brown level. I don't. I'm not gonna give you or Mac or whoever. I'm not gonna give you how you see yourself now. I'm a small business. I'm just starting out. Because I'm then do I'm doing you a disservice. I'm saying, okay, pay me this much because I believe in you just as much as you've come to me because you believe in what I can do for you. Meaning I have to give you the best. So I would always say, look, I've seen I think it was just the other day, I think in fact yesterday, um, I was looking at a few brands, um, especially quite small businesses. Right. And I was working with something and I saw a few logos, I was thinking, okay, it's very clear that these businesses have not spent enough money, they've not spent enough time on their visual brand, you know, and I understand you're not always gonna have it straight away, but do things in stages. Mm. Take that process, especially in regards to building your brand visually, let it be done in stages. If you can only afford a logo at the moment, that is what you can afford. However, these are there are certain things that I think you need to look out for when you do decide to you know, maybe go for somebody cheaper, is that they may not know how to package your branding. I've seen a lot of um, branding that are not packaged well. So, you know, it may, be, it may be a certain, it may be the way that I package your logo is not adaptable. Your brand, your brand hasn't been designed for it to be adaptable across all things from literally from digital to, um, to packaging. Then my friend, you're gonna spend money, more money in the end. Rebranding, yeah. It's a fantastic business idea, actually. Really good business idea. Yeah, yeah. why not? You know, there's mice everywhere. I mean, uh, you know, there's, you know, I'm sure all of us have gone through certain things in regards to rodents, etc. So yeah, it's a fantastic business idea because everybody's scared of everything like health, cleansiness, and things like that. So those businesses, anything like that's going to make money. Back to what we're talking about branding, and it's th this wasn't even to go down the branding route, guys, yeah? What this was actually about is about that self-belief. You may, you may feel like I'm, I, I, I have a career, so why the branding, doesn't, um, branding doesn't relate to me. This isn't about branding per se. This is about your belief in what you do. I'm talking to you guys about artists like Da Vinci. How the hell do you get the right to, to now say, how the hell do you guys get the right to now say that um, this art, this piece of art is worth a hundred million? A Basquiat um, piece of art, you know, um, a, 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 a Damien Hinch, whatever it is. How do you say a piece of jewelry, a diamond from Tiffany or Cartier is any different from a, a startup in Hatton? Why are you able to price it in that way? You're able to price it in that way, my dear, because of time spent time spent time spent time spent earning learning collaborating uh, guys let me tell you the biggest way to re-up the fastest way to re-up cheat code this is all i do i find somebody better than me and i sit next to them i'm the worst at that like listen guys it is terrible that you look at like look at where i'm gonna i'm gonna pay to sit there what if somebody is the best at something oh my god you you should see the way i behave around them 
I'm going to honor that. I'm going to because it doesn't. It's not even about like we're in the same industry. No, you're just good. So I want to be friends with you. I'm gonna switch lanes real quick. I'm gonna leave those old friends. I'm gonna sit right here. Why? Because I have got to grow. I've got a lot of catching up to do. So I'll be honest. Like you know, uh, let's say now we're all contributing towards something. I'm gonna have to contribute the most because I crashed <laughs> on so many levels in my life. So I'm gonna have to find ways to re up real quick. Biggest cheat code on re up is sit on the right table. Now you're gonna ask me, how do I sit on the right table? How do you sit on the right table, friends? You look who is at the table, not the pretenders. And you have to have eyes to be able to spot pretenders. You've got to be able to have eyes to see who is a pretender. And when you spot the pretenders, you run fast as you can. The biggest way to re-up is to sit on a table of winners. I look at myself and I constantly evaluate, M, where are you right now? Where are you? Where is your value levels right now? Have you crashed? Have you dipped in value? And also, you know what? Some of us don't even know when we've dipped in value. We don't even know if our value has dropped. We just think, oh, I'm still winning. I was just about to swear. How, do you, how can you justify yourself as still being a winner? How can, you, how can you justify yourself on being on the same level? My relationships with people, listen to me guys, listen to me very clearly, is result-based. I only have result-based relationships. My relationship with my parents are result-based. I cannot run around like a fly screaming, I am a daughter of anybody, unless I am bringing results that you can see that I am from that bloodline. Let me give you an example. Look at the Hiltons. Look at the Hilton sisters. You can tell from they, there is nobody in this world that knows they're part of a family more than the Hiltons. What? They believe. They believe. I know there are other families and other reality families that we may know of. Look at, they, they behave like royalty. Even in their bad behavior of old, they behave like the brand. They know the value behind that name called Hilton. They know that they can just walk in around. Even their bad behavior is evidence that they can walk around and do what they want. You gotta know what has been put before you. And look, let me tell you something now. It's very okay to behave like a princess. It's very okay to behave like, if you don't know your value, you wouldn't be able to charge you wouldn't be able to charge. If I was an artist, if I was a musician, I would charge for every feature. If I was a musician, I would charge 10 bags to be on a track. Just because, listen, I don't even have to be good. I don't even have to be good. Just because I'm Mariam, <laughs> everybody's in trouble. You want me on a, oh, you want oh yeah, yeah, there's the invoice. They'll think I've gone mad. They'll think I've gone mad until they're all broke. Yeah, in 10 years time, and they're thinking, oh, but I ain't got no money. And they're all bitter. You want me on the track because I understand what value I bring to the table. So this afternoon, tomorrow, actually, I'm going to be doing an Instagram live on the iWow platform. And the iWow platform um, is run by Mrs. Udo Okonjo. And who is Mrs. Udo Okonjo? She's the sister of the finance minister of Nigeria. That's why it's free. Hi, Mrs. O. I'm not doing it for free otherwise. Why? It pays me to be there. I understand my worth. I, I understand my relationships. That this is a this is and, and aside from that, that's, that doesn't make Mrs. O. Mrs. O's one of the biggest real estate um, real estate developers and or whatever in in West Africa. All the big names that you know and hear about, she does their properties. But guys, you got to sit right. You got to understand your value. I'm telling you guys now. I don't. Why do you think I don't do a lot of speaking engagement? First and foremost, I create my own speaking engagements and put my own people on the platform. And secondly, I'm sending them invoices. They're like, oh yeah, you come to speak at, speak at your event for five bills. Are you nuts? <laughs> what are you talking about? You have to have that, do you know who I am behavior from time to time. Not to your family, but to the outside world because you've invested time learning to bake cakes. All of that flour you, you've been raising for 10 years, Talk to me about value, um, Sandra. Talk to me about time spent and value. Instagram, we're gonna have to start over, I believe. 
um, we're gonna have to start over just because of the time on here, but we're gonna have to start over in two minutes. Talk to me about value and time spent. For example, um, you know, for, I haven't invested so much time, not just learning, um, you know, practically, but theoretically as well. You know, going to uni for three years, then doing a master's and eventually, you know, I'm now looking to do my PhD. So imagine, sorry, sorry guys. So imagine, yeah, she's doing a PhD now and she does a, and unless I shouted quite a bit, she'll still be doing 50 pound logos. Imagine. You, like, sorry, Sandra, but imagine, imagine the mindset of, it's just my friend. I told you guys the code is, hey guys, 2020 friends pay each other. Friends better pay. We, we, it's, it's not free. We, we pay each other. We increase each other's value. Go ahead, Sandra. Sorry guys, I'm not being a diva, I'm baking. My house is hot. All that time investing, you know, and over the years working, because of course you also, you have to start from somewhere. You know, I understood that I had to start from somewhere. You don't come out of nowhere charging, you know, 200 to 500 pounds. Right. Branding. You start from somewhere, you work for free. You must know your time. There's a time frame where you're going to put in that work for free. That's right. And you understand, what am I doing? I'm increasing my value. Right. So that over, over, year, over these years, once I've built these brands, those brands that increase in value, because they're increasing in value. value. That's right. There are a lot of young girls that I've seen, the creatives, that are charging people, not even just creatives, beauty people, hairdressers. You're charging a hundred pounds for to, 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 to do somebody's hair. Number one, you don't have a portfolio and you're not, you have not branded yourself in a way that will attract me to you. So if you're quoting me a price, I'm gonna look at you thinking, okay, number one, what gives you the right to charge at that level? We need to see the work that you put in. We need to see consistency. You don't just arrive out of anywhere and start charging people. So what, do I, what, what was my years? My first three to four years as a graphic designer, I was doing all manner of things. I was working free. I was doing flyers, logos, any kind of branding, literally from day to night. I, there were times where I didn't, I didn't sleep. Why? Because I understand it's gonna take blood, sweat, sacrifice, I have to invest. And at first, I may not see the return, but to be honest, I wasn't really looking at, I didn't really, I wasn't really looking at the, the, the return on investment straight away. I knew that I'm building something. If I'm coming on board to a, onto a business, I'm seeing, I know that in the next three to five years, this business is gonna blow. Forget if I'm not getting paid right now, I don't care. I know what that business is gonna do for me. I know where it's gonna take me, so I'm gonna invest my time. I wanna invest my money. Even as a designer, you have to invest in yourself as well. I have to continuously upgrade myself, update myself, knowledge-wise and also practical-wise. I'm always. I have to make sure that I'm, I remain learned. Why? Because every year there's no. Every year is different. There are new trends for everything. So even this is this is not just as a designer, but it can be applied to all, especially those who. Do but those who um, have um, skills that are quite practical, those who are hairdressers, That's learning right. your craft, knowing how, I'm sorry, but I need to see some receipts. I'm not gonna let nobody touch my face or touch, unless I see that you have been qualified. I think there was a um, Lady Joanna, Lady Browse, I saw her certificate of accreditation to, as a beautician. I said, yes, that is very correct. I trust you. I can come to you because you have spent time to learn about God knows skin or whatever. You still there's a, I know I know there's a science side of things. You spent time to learn how to do people's eyebrows, how to, uh, to do lashes, and I'm gonna put my money into the hands of somebody like that. And I'm not trying to play. And even if, especially for those that are, you know, you might have you might be self-taught. Take up to school eventually. You might be self-taught. There are short courses everywhere. Go online. Just literally study to show yourself approved. Go online. Go online. Do courses. So in the end, you can say, I can charge you at this level because I spent three to five years learning this. This is my portfolio. This is what I've done over the years. And people will respect that. So this, that's literally what I have to say in regards to, you know, value and increasing your value. You can increase your value in many ways. And for me, the best thing that I've been able to that's helped me increase my value is attaching myself to like what, what Mariam said in regards to, you know, sit with the right people, sit with winners. I'm sorry. 
you know, you have to change, you know, you have to change yourself. I'm going to sit with people that are going to take me higher. And at first, it may feel uncomfortable, but it's that uncomfortability that's going to make me. I'm not going to sit with people that are not going where I'm going. She she may not be, a, she may not have been a designer at the time, but she was able to direct me, direct me and show me where I needed, what I needed to improve on, because she was able to see where I, where I was going. So if that means I have to go back to school, that means you have to go back to school. That means if you really, and the, the thing is that you can't say it's long. You can't say, oh, I don't, this is too long. I don't want to spend three or three to five years. You know, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to, how, how do you see yourself? I have to put in time and I have to be consistent. If I see myself or as, a, as a global leader, global leader level, um, as a designer, put in the work. So the days where people were enjoying, enjoying, I'm not trying to say don't go out, but I understood the sacrifices I had to make to be at the level I am, I'm at, meaning I'm not going to be everywhere. I know the family that I come from, you're not going to see me out everywhere, no. I don't understand that question. Maybe you do, yeah. Sandra. Um, I understand the sacrifices that I've had to make just to get to where I am now. And I have to, and what, you know what? Nothing's changed. Nothing's going to change. I have to repeat those same sacrifices. That's right. I have to make those sacrifices. And, and that's very key now. I think that sometimes there is a delusion. Um, there is a delusion of, I've come up now, so I've got a bit of air. You only come up for a little bit of air and you go back down in the water. That's my training um, for, the, for the women that I'm, I mentor is that, okay, so I've met a Sandra three and a half years ago now, three and a half years ago now, and I, we, we, we occasionally go back on our archives of work together. I'm like, oh my God, this was trash. How did you let me put this out? But I was growing as well in business, so I didn't have the eye. I, I didn't have the eye. I knew what I wanted, but she wasn't there. Um... Okay, so, okay, if you're not successful, how do I know if the successful people want to talk to me? Successful people, yeah, don't really like to talk to each other. They love to talk to people coming up. What? Look at the way um, um, dear Caroline was dribbling over dear Dorothy. How old are you, Dorothy? How, how are you? Because they, they see themselves. So if you've got something worth shouting about, people are going to look at you. Um... And like I saw with Sandra, I remember how I met Sandra actually. I'm going to tell that story before we go. So I was invited to speak at an event with my jammer, um, Julie Adenuga, um, who's, uh, you know, B um, BBC radio present, no, Apple radio presenter, um, Skepta's sister, and many, it was a mad panel. And, you know, I didn't have imposter syndrome thinking, why am I speaking with my jammer? I'm Marimola. What are we talking about? Like, yeah, it makes sense. Um, and Sandra was there. She, wasn't, she didn't go there for free. She paid to be at that event. She paid to be there. And I think there was at least 20, or 20 25 power brokers in the room at the time. And, um, and we were there and questions were asked and things like that. And, and you guys just know how I am. And I spoke and at the end she came to meet me. Guess what she said to me? She said, do you know like um, 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 P. Sam and those kind of people there? Like you sound like them. This is like three and a half years ago, even more times, like, for those of you guys that know, and I was like, yeah, I know them really well, like, she's like, wow, okay, they're from my, they're from where I'm from, I'm from Croydon, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a single mom just like you, and I, I want to be a designer, she gave me this disgusting business card um, that said CEO, did it say CEO? Yeah, you're yeah. CEO, so you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> CEO of what? I prefer, I actually prefer founder, I prefer founder, um, on your business cards rather than CEO. Um, yeah, CEO's chief executive officer of who? Like, who are you the officer of yourself and the chair and your child in the house? It's so bad. Um, and I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I knew the moment I saw her that this girl is gifted. I knew because she, I had to go and she waited. Like, and there was people waiting to speak to me and things like that and speak to other people. And there was, it was such a massive event. It was so packed. And, um, she waited to, to speak to me and we spoke and we continued to build a relationship and we messaged every day. Um, you tell some of the stories, what would happen from then on and you can be free. So, <laughs> I'm ashamed. But go on. So, of course, like, the event was on a Sunday and I, I wasn't... After, after church. church. I left. 
I actually remember, guys, on my way there, um, actually, I got, a, I got told off. Imagine, I'm just new, and I got told off, like, on my way before going to an event, but go for it. So I was in a bad mood going to that event. I'm after that. So, yeah, right. having met her, for me, I was like, you know what, I'm just meeting Mariam. She's amazing. I, you know, I, I love what she's doing. Her story is amazing. I'm thinking, like, I'm just trying to come up. I'm just trying to do business. Then, you know, all of a sudden, I'm getting invited to come to church and all these things. I'm just like, what is going on? And literally, like, you know, she would call me every morning to pray with me. I was thinking, bro, like, I'm just, you know, I am just trying to just improve business-wise. I'm not trying to go to any church. Literally, I literally was, literally, that was for me, it for me. But it was the personal development and the mentorship that she offered and I then realised that that's what I really needed because you can have the skill, you can have the gift, but if you're if you don't have character, you're not going to Is that window open? Sorry, I'm baking. So going through her mentorship and you know, still being under that mentorship now was allowed allows me to develop myself personally. And I understood how important that was self-development. No matter how gifted you are, right. you might be a, a, an amazing hairdresser, but you just don't know how to speak to people. You might have, you might be an amazing artist, right. but you just don't know. There's, there's rules of engagement, there's codes of conduct. And I was able to learn that through mentorship and being in a family, being amongst other tribal women that we are all like-minded. I was invited to a tribe, I was invited into a community full of like-minded people and that's what I needed more than my gift. In fact, being a designer at the time, I was not I was not the best, but what I needed more was a community to be part of because then I had more of a reason to actually do what I'm doing now. Right. Because I'm part of a community, they can patronize what I'm doing, they can invest what I'm doing. I was also a lot of I, I also received investment as well. I didn't have the equipment that I needed perform at the level which I was expected to perform. So I was gifted a, a, an, an iMac that I still have now. It's been three years and it's still working amazingly. These are things that come with mentorship. These are things that come with, you know, when you um, when Marion was speaking about um, art and finance, investing in people, picking people and investing in them. And I've received that investment I'm, and I'm still receiving that investment in various ways through leadership classes, through, through different through different streams basically and all this in all this investment will be is, is eventually will be cap- you can capitalize on it of course because I'm increasing in knowledge and what kind of what what will then happen in the end I then become who they see, who they see me to be at the end of the day and it benefits everybody so yeah you know as you're as you're speaking it, it reminded me again of um, a conversation I had with a young lady this weekend and. I was talking, I was talking to, I'm going to close, I think I've been on for some time now, um, but we were talking about, um, about the new schooling system, and um, I, I've got a, a few of my young ladies who are international students, they go to the best university, one, one of the fifth best universities in the, in the world or country, and um, their uni fees are 30k a year that they have to pay for, their parents have to pay for that, and I was thinking about what COVID-19 has done, right? And I'm thinking about half of their unis full of Chinese students. Um, and they are spending, let's say, £30,000 a year on um, education. Most of these students, and, sh- and one of them was actually supposed to go back home, but I, I just said, I don't think you should. Imagine now £30,000 um, of just education fees. I'm talking what you're paying the school, right? not even what you're paying for your accommodation and your food and your books. I know because of what COVID-19 has done, it's changed education forever. Maybe schools are going to try their luck um, and still force people to pay those school fees this year, um, September coming. Let me tell you now, by the time the government finishes with them and people stand up and say, because the people's parents that are paying those fees are not small, small people. They're people of a certain caliber and they're intelligent. And some of them are not going to want their children to go back to school yet. So, for example, I'm not sending my daughter back to school just yet because I don't think it's time. Talk less of people putting their children on planes. Travelling is going to change, in short. So, are school fees still going to be 30k a year? I don't know and I don't think so. What I think is going to happen is that there's going to be a new system. A new system um, of schooling. What does that new system of schooling sound like? A level of mentorship from houses just like mine and various houses um, across across the nation 
and they're going to be taught. So this may be the house of media, of PR, of branding, marketing, business development. So what I believe is going to happen in maybe the next five years or so, when, I, when each house has alumni, alumni from, so my, one of my alumni will be a Dr. Sandra. Um, a doctor, a doctor Seth, various different people and they're doctors in their various fields and every house that is training people in leadership and mentorship right now would then partner up with an Oxford or um, an LSE. So it will be a love house, it um, has a training scheme. You go through a love house training to then graduate from Oxford. I do not believe people are going to be paying £30,000 a year and so on. But how would this new education system start? Back to what I was saying about belief systems. Somebody has to believe in you. Somebody has to spot you out. But before anybody can spot you out and say, yeah, let me buy you an iMac, a desk, and help you with this, and help finance you whilst you're going through year one of school, and you, I've met you, and what were you doing when we met? Um, where were you working um, again? I was the admin assistant at a physiotherapy clinic. Part-time, full-time? Um, full-time imagine this person was working as an admin but now they're doing about to do their PhD in September I believe in one of the best art schools in the world this, this is what time will do but I'm not gonna take the credit for that I can't I, I can't take the credit for that I, I'm, I'm not the person that gave the word I'm gonna give her the credit I'm gonna give her the credit for having self-belief Enough self-belief to put £20 on Eventbrite and book that ticket. Enough self-belief to come up to me and speak to me. Because you know when you go up to somebody and speak to them, yeah? You know, like, you yourself have to believe that they're going to respond to you. You're going to feel like, no, PM's going to message me back. Some of you guys, oh, I was going to talk to you last year, but I was so scared. Okay, a year later... <laughs> You have to have that self-belief. So I, I'm going to give it to her that you actually spoke. And then when I told you to go to school, I didn't do your master's, Sandra. You did. That self-belief. I didn't do your... I'm not doing your PhD application. Although we're talking about it together, you're doing it. I'm not going to turn up to, to uni. I'm not going to read the book. It's your self-belief. Now, when you spiritually... Sometimes that sounds nuts. Oh, you're supposed to believe in God. Okay. When you meet him. I'm going to believe in a person. I'd rather believe in a person. And I'm going to start with believing in myself first. You can make that sound as nuts as you want to. Go and read and see. I'm going to believe that I have a gift. And I'm going to use that gift to forward different things. I'm going to use my gift in branding, in media, in real estate, in hair, in fashion, in finance. So I'm rounding up today's um, session. Again, we do. I only come online once a week on live. I'm conscious of, of not over, um, over talking. But the time we spent here is incredibly valuable to me. Um, and I hope it's valuable to you as well. You can listen back to these sessions on my podcast, um, which is on iTunes and it's got everything dating two years i've got podcasts on there dating two years three years talking about everything from family to finance um it's key and it's working it's working for me it's working for others it's working for clients so you should tune in um and yeah i'm very grateful for you guys um really really grateful for this platform i don't take it for granted that people can turn up um in the morning and just listen so thank you guys so much have a lovely day bye for now